0: Some days retirement sounds better than others, and at some point in the future, that time will come for you and you'll have to make some tough decisions. It's really not as easy as just turning in your retirement paperwork. There's a whole lot more to it than that. Will you be ready? We sure hope so.
1: It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome in to My Retirement Clarity. Glad to have you on the show. As always, I'm joined by Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth. And Lee, we got a good show. Uh, You know, am I ready for retirement? Everybody asks that question, right? And well, there's a lot of reasons people drag their feet towards retirement, and we'll go through some of those today.
0: Yeah, that's one of the most common questions that we are asked, of course, when a new person comes into the office. It's the main thing they want to know. Am I ready to retire? And usually what they're talking about is is, the, is the, the numbers part of it. Is the money there? Can I do it? So yeah, it should be a fun, a fun show today because we're going to go over some of the things and some of the conversations that, that I talk about all the time when somebody comes in the office.
1: Yeah, both financial and emotional. There's both those factors play into the decision to retire and when you actually are ready to retire. So we're gonna take you through some of those discussions and kind of help you figure out, uh, you know, the reasons why people often say maybe they're not ready to retire and what kind of keeps them from being comfortable and confident in retirement. But, Lee, we, we turned the page to September, my man, and you know what that means? College yes, football. Yes, sir.
0: College football is right around the corner. What what what's Alabama gonna do this year? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Every you know, Depends on who you listen to. There's a lot of people that uh, have written them off already, but I think they still have plenty of talent to, to be right atop the yeah. West once and, again and play Georgia.
0: Always. Anytime you've got a, a Nick Saban-led team, I, as a as a Georgia fan, you're always worried about him because he gets those guys in position to perform. He gets the most out of his players and anybody that I know. So, you know, uh, on the other side of the equation, you know, as a Georgia fan, uh, right now people are just sort of penciling us in as, as a national champion again. And that's a little bit scary because if the kids buy into that, uh, buy into their own hype, maybe they don't work as hard. So... I don't know. I mean, I like our position, but we'll see. Yeah, the games aren't played uh, on paper; they're played inside TV sets all over the country. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. It usually college football season usually sort of signifies the uh, or is the the start of fall. It's supposed yeah. to start getting cooler, but man, it's it's hot as fire out there right now. So I know I'm, <laughs> can't I'm... get here quick enough for me.
1: There's been a couple mornings I know we have some big storms move through and there's been a couple mornings we wake up and it's like in the 60s and you kind of get that you get that feeling once again but then man it, it heats up pretty quick and <laughs> you forget all yeah, about it but sure does we're we're, sure does. we're, we're at the uh, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel and, yep and looking we're getting forward there to it so looking forward to talking about that all off the season and uh, hopefully we see another Alabama Georgia matchup I know it would be a lot of fun for us fan bases. Uh, Absolutely. All right. Well, again, if you haven't joined us before, thanks for being a part of My Retirement Clarity. You can find everything online at myretirementclarity.com. But also remember, you can always schedule a meeting with Lee by going to talkwithlee.com. It's the easiest way to get on this calendar, find a time that works for you, and boom, you'll be on the books. Again, talkwithlee.com. So again, for people that are getting close to read this retirement age, Lee, I know you're talking with people all the time that come in that are nearing, uh, that big transition. I know that they, they ask you, Hey, should I keep working or am I ready to retire? And there's a lot of different reasons for them to say yes or no towards that. So, uh, you know, for those people that they get to retirement age who say they're not ready to retire, let's start there. Do you find that this is because they actually do enjoy their job, which a lot of people do, or do you think it's because, Hey, maybe they're not quite ready and they're not, they're not too truly prepared to step away. Yeah, I think it's different for
0: different people. People react different, differently to their their situations and circumstances. There are certainly people who keep working and, and put off retiring longer th- than most people would for, for reasons other than just mathematical or financial ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people that just want to keep working because they want one more year of savings. And, and sometimes they would say well why would i and i've had people tell me this pretty regularly why would i quit working now and give up the free company match every year and you know this this to me is a little bit short-sighted when you do the the numbers and see how much money that actually is and i think a lot of times these people know that they've got more than enough money saved and so i think there's something else going on usually for these folks for a lot of people they really they don't want to retire and be at home with their spouse all day it sounds kind of cruel <laughs> to even think about that but it but it's a real thing and yeah. and it's an adjustment for a lot of people and you you really have to make plans for this i've discussed it on a uh, one of the shows in the past married couples have really got to have time to themselves once both are retired and and both are at home together, so they also need to have their own space. I've shared the story about my parents and how they handled this years, you know, when they first retired years and years ago. Uh, It was a challenge to start off with, but now they've got their their habits and their separation patterns. You know, my dad spends a lot of time out in his shop, and mom spends most of her time inside the house, and of course, they see each other plenty, and they you know, meet for meals or she'll come out and hang out in the shop a little bit or he'll go inside. But, but there's a, a healthy separation there and and that's good. So yeah, it's, it's not always, always just about the money. Sometimes there's other things going on.
1: Yeah. You know, there are a lot of different factors there for sure. Emotional, psychological, just not feeling confident that you can step away. Are there any misconceptions maybe about retirement for people that might lead them to working a little bit longer than they actually need to?
0: Yeah, I think for some people, just the fear of the unknown becomes more than they can handle. For a lot of these people, their identity is in their career. And the thought of nobody needing them anymore from a work standpoint is not really something that they're they're ready to jump into. You know, they go from having all these people that report to them to going home, and now they report to their spouse. So if they can just keep working a little bit longer, they, they will. So they'll push retirement off you know, one year, two years, three years. They just keep doing it. Um, However, for a lot of people that that do wind up, I guess, getting the courage or or whatever to eventually pull the trigger and retire, they usually wind up finding their groove in retirement, you know, within three or four months. It might take them a little bit longer than most people. Most people, it doesn't take this long to get into sort of retirement patterns. Uh, But, you know, once, once they're in there, they're in, they develop new routines and then they can really start to enjoy this next phase of life. And so, you know, it, it's really, like I say, it's different for everybody, but you really have to sort of play out in your mind what retirement looks like for you and don't make a, don't make a rash decision.
1: Do you think people buy in too much or give too much credence to the idea of this retirement age? Like, you know, we all we all just kind of have this idea that, okay, there's a retirement age set out there. This is when you step away from work. Like I know it was more traditional for many, many years, less so now, but do you think that influences people when they make up their mind, either both to to retire or to keep working?
0: Yeah, I, I still run into people that say, I, I'll ask them, when do you want to retire? And they'll say, well, I want to retire at 66 and six months. And when they tell me that, I know they're doing that simply because of social security, because- mm-hmm. Depending on the year they were born, that might be when they're eligible to collect their full Social Security. But I would say, you know, like you referenced, most of the time people now are wanting to retire a little bit earlier, maybe than they were 10 years ago, simply because I think retirement is more attractive nowadays than it it was maybe when our parents retired 15, 20 years ago. Because back then, you know, those people would retire and not really do a whole lot. Now, boy, I mean you can I mean I mean the the lifestyles that you see people have in retirement with some of these retirement facilities, not retirement facilities, uh, retirement communities and things like that, that that becomes really appealing and people can really start to to visualize what the next phase of their looks of their life looks like. So yeah, I think, Probably the, the traditional, I got to retire at 65 or I got to retire at 67 because that's what people have always done. Less and less people are going by that rule.
1: Yeah, it just seems like there might be some people that just keep working when they don't have to thinking, okay, I've got to get to this certain age. And you know, on the other side of that, people saying, okay, I, I got to be ready to retire now because I, I'm hitting this age, but I don't feel ready, but I need, I need to be doing it right now. Like it just kind of lingers over you. Yeah. And I try to have conversations with people to sort of put...
0: I guess their longevity and perspective, you know, sure you can work as long as you want, but do you want to give your company one more year and you don't want to work too long and, and be, you know, become unhealthy early and not enjoy your retirement. We'll kind of talk about that, um, a little bit later on the show, but yeah, just having that conversation and helping people paint the picture, uh, sometimes is very helpful for them. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, You know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now, or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word diffuse to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show.
1: All right, let's talk about, then, Lee, people that are actually finan- financially able to retire, like people that are in good shape, but for whatever reason, when you talk with them, they don't have that confidence to actually step away and retire. Where do you think that lack of confidence actually comes from? What's the root of that?
0: I don't know. It's tough for some people. I think it's really just the unknown. They've worked so long, they really don't know anything else. And so for these people, there's just a lot of uncertainty. And they can't, in their minds, make retirement make sense. We can tell them over and over that they're financially ready to retire. We can show them all the proof that they can possibly need with all the various planning tools that we use but sometimes they still can't make that decision it's so tough to to see and this might be because of past experiences maybe for some sometimes these people heard stories of either their their parents or their grandparents who lived through the great depression and so they have all these doomsday scenarios in their mind and and it's tough to undo personal experiences and personal stories from people that you know and love that have, have maybe not had the greatest experiences. So that, that really makes people sometimes unconfident uh, or lose confidence in their ability to retire the, the way that they want to.
1: I know we use this podcast to really help educate people and, you know, you do it both for people that you work with, but also people that are just looking to learn more. But how, how important is financial education when it comes to this discussion to to truly know and have a good grasp of, of what you're dealing with so that you do have that confidence?
0: Yeah, it's pretty critical. I think stories help a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of my clients know each other, and we've got a lot of clients who come to see us who've been referred by somebody else who may already be retired. And so when, when they can see how other people that they know have successfully made that transition, it certainly helps. And so we try to you know, just try to educate people as much as possible. You know, I try to also share stories of people who maybe worked too long, people that could have retired earlier, but for some reason or not, they chose to continue working and, and then maybe their health declined rapidly and didn't wind up having the retirement that they had planned on. And and of course, we've all heard the story and we know people who have retired and they died unexpectedly just, just a couple of months or, or years after they retired. Uh, And I don't share these stories to scare anybody or try to get them to retire before they're actually ready. But I just want to, again, put things in perspective and and help them have the answer to questions that are keeping them from making those decisions. So, you know, really, one of the things I I will ask is, hey, do you really want to give your company another year? Because Hmm. at this point, every year you give your company is one less year that you'll have on the back end to enjoy your, your retirement.
1: Mm-hmm. What do they usually say when you ask them that? Uh,
0: they kind of ponder a little bit and um, lots, and, and I will kind of use a visual. I, I will put my right fist kind of down on the table and, and just kind of bump it down right there as if it's a dot on a timeline and say, this is when you die. And then on, with my left hand, I'll kind of slide it back and forth going towards that that dot, that ending point, And I'll say, we don't know where you are in this journey. You could be really close, and I'll slide my hand, my left hand, closer to the right hand to, to kind of visualize, give them a, a picture of how much time they could have left, or I'll slide it back to the left and say, You could have more time. But every year, and that, when I say every year, I just kind of move my hand gradually towards that, that ending point. and And that, that usually helps people.
1: Yeah, when you see that different perspective, I think and I guess people maybe a, a pause when you when you phrase it like that, it definitely makes you think long and hard about whether or not you do want to continue to work if you don't truly enjoy that and and love your company and what you do. So, it's an interesting thought there. What about the other side of the coin then, Lee? Um people that want to retire as soon as possible come in and say, "What do I need to do to get away from work right now?" But you look at everything they have and what they and with how they position themselves, they're not really in a financial position to do it. So have you worked with people like that?
0: Yeah, this, this happens as well. Uh, and most of the times, I just try to listen to these people and determine why they are so eager to retire right now, despite the numbers not really giving them the green light to go ahead and do so. And for some people, they just absolutely hate their jobs. And, and I get it. So for these people, I try to get them to sort of think through things a little bit before making a rash decision you know if, it, if it's a toxic work environment that's that's dangerous for somebody to work in uh, and i'm not talking about physically dangerous i'm just talking about psychologically or emotional i get it go ahead and get out uh, pull the trigger and retire but if you've just sort of grown tired of going in every day and doing the same thing over and over and you're just kind of getting tired of the people that you work with you know it might be best to just stick it out for a while and so, if the this person chooses not to do that, then I just sort of talk through lo, the the logistics of possibly getting another job for a little while to to boost up the numbers to you know to close the income gap. And so, sometimes people do that; they say they'll they'll do it, and sometimes people don't. And I've even had people tell me that they're okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit this job, i I'm gonna retire, and then I'm gonna go get a part time job. And then they never do and so they just have to deal with with those consequences if if the money is not really there
1: yeah i'm sure it's it's not an easy conversation to have what what kind of adjustments typically in general are needed the most when you get in that position it's usually comes
0: down i mean retirement is all about cash flow income versus expenses and most of the time it comes down if we're late in the game and somebody's wanting to to retire quickly, and they, you know, it's not like you can save a hundred thousand dollars extra in the last year that you're working. Most of the times, it comes down to reevaluating your expenses and trying to figure out is there a way to to trim some fat off of your uh, your expenses. And and lots of times, if you you do the work, trim the fat, cut some things off, pat yourself on the back, and then go back and do it again cut out some more things, then you, you might give yourself an open opportunity or, or a window of retirement that, that the numbers might get better in. So, yeah, that's usually what I try to tell folks to do. Really examine those expenses. Know where your money's going every month.
1: Well, I know you you enjoy storytelling and it's a big part of, of what you do to help kind of emphasize the point and, and get people a little more clarity on, on what we're talking about. Is there any story you'd want to share about this, whether it's somebody that wasn't ready to retire and had to make some adjustments to get to that point, or, you know, maybe they were financially ready and, and you were able to convince them, hey, it is okay to step away.
0: Yeah. So earlier this year, I met with a lady that was getting ready to retire She's a widow, so when she came into the meeting for the first time, she brought her grown daughter in. And so it, it within five minutes of this first meeting, she, it was completely clear that she was dead set on retiring at the end of May. So we got all her information, added it to the planning software, just like we always do. And as I was looking at this and looking at the numbers and all the variables in her situation, to me it, it was 100% clear this lady, she, could, she couldn't retire. It, it, it just wasn't possible. She didn't have enough money. She didn't have enough money saved to close the income gap that she needed so I was being I was really dreading that next meeting because I, I was gonna have to give her the bad news and you know like I said before her heart was it was just dead set on retiring at the end of May and, and I was gonna have to sort of crush those dreams but she she needed the truth so she and her daughter and her daughter's about 40 about 40 years old she and she's sharp uh, they came back in and I asked I asked the lady to sort of restate her number one priority and she told me again that she wanted to retire on May 31st. But then she, she dropped a bomb on me and she said that since we last met, and it was only been like a week and a half, maybe two weeks since we met the first time. Mm -hmm. She said she actually returned in her, she turned in her retirement application. And I was like, uh oh, this, (laughs) this ain't going to go too well. I didn't just rip the band-aid off and said you can't retire. it's like I'm gonna I did it the more painful way. I just I did it very slowly. So <laughs> I began by just going into the cash flow section of our planning software and I showed her the gaping hole in her plan and I just wanted her to see that and and I told her, I said, I, I just I can't see you retiring right now. So she really kind of teared up a little bit, but she didn't she didn't cry, but the disappointment was evident on her face and I felt bad but I'm not in the business to tell people what they want to hear. I have to give them the facts. So Mm -hmm. while I was talking to this lady, her daughter, she was kind of looking at the the big TV that we have in the wall in the office. She was squinting at it. So I could tell something was up, and, and I asked her, I said, do you have any questions? And she asked me to click on the expenses link just so she could see those details again. And then she she asked me where I got those monthly living expenses, and I said it came directly from the sheet that her mom gave me. And I handed that to her, and she glanced at it, and then looked at her mom, and she said, Dude, and she called her mom, Dude. She said, Dude, you didn't do this right. You listed your expenses at $1,800 more a month than they actually are. And she was right. The daughter was right. and So the mood in the room just completely changed and it was a, it was a great feeling certainly I, I you know i breathed a sigh of relief and yeah. so i guess the the moral of, of the story on this is you got to make sure the numbers work before you pull the trigger and and that's something that that we help people do in our office almost every day so that story definitely had a happy ending and she's been retired now for i guess 3 months and she's as she said she's living the dream so what she says every time i ask her how she's doing
1: yeah, I love that. It And I, it just kind of just goes to show you how important it is to sit down and run through the numbers, as you mentioned, with somebody. You might you might f- discover great news like that, right, where, you know, you don't think you're ready to retire. You think you still got a ways to go, but all of a sudden you put in the numbers and, oh, man, I can do this a lot earlier than I thought. It's a great feeling.
0: Yep, it is. And I'll tell you, you know, that occasionally people do cry in the office, and I have more people cry in the office because they are happy. That we've actually told them that it looks like they can retire. I've had more people cry for that for happiness than of somebody that's sad because something the numbers don't pan out. So yes, mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun. It's a great conversation to have.
1: Awesome. Well, if you want to sit down with Lee and have that conversation and and try to figure out whether or not you're truly ready for retirement or what it's going to take to get there. Talk with Lee.com is the website to schedule a meeting right now with Lee. You can also go to MyRetirementClarity.com to learn more about JL Perkins Wealth Management there in Macon, or to just get more of our podcasts and learn more about what Lee does every single day. Well, good stuff, Lee. I know this is always a fun conversation to have with people and an important one. But like you said, you got to be honest and, and upfront with people about it. And if you aren't ready, you know, you'll help them get there. But th- the key is you got to have a conversation and, and start that planning.
0: You're 100% right. If you don't if you don't plan, um, what's the saying? Failing to plan is like planning to fail. So you want to make sure that you have the conversation to put plans in place today. We'll do it sooner rather than later and you'll be glad you did.
1: Absolutely. Talk with Lee.com or give Lee a call 478-254-3550. Lee, have a good uh, good week. Enjoy the football as it cranks back up. We'll talk again soon. Take care.
0: Lee Perkins here, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you like our podcast, we would be honored if you would share the show with others. And one great way to do that is by posting the show to your social media pages or by just telling others about it. Either way, we would really appreciate it. And of course, if you do enjoy the show, we would appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review. And this certainly helps other people like you find our show. And if you want to learn a little more about our firm and how we help people have the best retirement they can possibly have, go check us out at www.myretirementclarity.com. There are a lot of great resources that you can access directly on the website. And of course, if you want to have a conversation with me, you can visit www.talkwithlee.com. And this will take you directly to my calendar. And there you can schedule a 15-minute phone call so I can learn a little bit more about your situation. Of course, everybody's not a great fit for our firm, but if I think we can add value and put you in a better situation, I'll let you know, and we can certainly talk about the next steps. So thanks again for tuning into the show, and we'll catch you next time. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.